TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hour number two to get right. We're Reg KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Correct. Ruben Portillo holding it down for you here on this Friday night here on your Turn It On, Leave It On station. Home of the Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers. 105 through the fan. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the truckrate.com text line, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. What Kyrie Irving brought up in his latest comments that has us questioning the question that he decided to pose. What? Um, LSU, 78. Virginia Tech, 70 with 29 seconds left. Looking good for the LSU Tigers Go to Tigers. move on. That's right, Brian Broaddus and David Hellman to move on to the national championship game as they used at one point a, what, 16-3 to run? Yeah, which is crazy because Tech Virginia Tech had a nice run of, of a similar number mm-hmm. earlier on in the game, and it just was I, – I, I, unfortunately, in the course of doing this show, sometimes I can lock in on a game and see what's happening, and other times I can, and this was not one of those ones. I did not see, like, what it was that LSU did to, like, spark that 16-3 run. But uh, I have a feeling it has to deal with uh, number 10, yeah. Angel Reese. Yep, yep, Angel Reese and Morris being able to lead the charge. Kim Mulkey and her, you know, botany outfit tonight. Um, huh. Definitely on their way, it appears. Yeah, you can't lose wearing a whole bunch of flowers on your shoulders. Uh, <laughs> you, I don't think you can. It would not be good for uh, yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think you ha- you have, can lose because if you do, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's issues. Um, but, yeah, for the 940, yeah, Kim Mulkey. Look, man. Very good basketball coach. You can, Very good. A lot of things coach. you can say about Kim Mulkey. One thing you can't say is that she can't coach <laughs> because that is one thing that she can do is coach some basketball. It looks like she's going to have her Tigers on the way to the national championship game. The second game of tonight's national semifinals, South Carolina and Iowa, Caitlin Clark and Aaliyah Boston going to be going at it for Iowa and South Carolina, respectively, South Carolina looking to set up an all SEC final in the national championship game. That game will take place at 2.30 on Sunday afternoon at the American Airlines Center. The winner, looks like, will face LSU in that game. The reason why the Mavericks are on their five-game road trip is because of that women's Final Four as the Mavericks get back on the floor tomorrow in South Beach when they take on the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler. Then they finish up that road trip in Hotlanta taking on Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. But, Reg, it was Kyrie Irving's comments after the Mavericks' most recent game against the 76ers that kicks off this next conversation. Yeah, so we were both spurred by the Hoop Collective uh, ESPN's podcast where uh, it is it is anchored by Brian Windhorst, but uh, our friend Tim McMahon ends up on it. Tim Bontemps also mm-hmm. ended up on it on this broadcast or this particular episode. 
And one of the things that they were talking about in one section of the podcast was the Mavs, where they are, where they're building to, and a very particular comment that Kyrie Irving game po- gave Kyrie Irving gave post game mm-hmm. um, to a question that Tim Bontemps asked after this game versus the Sixers, and I actually did, read this last night. And so we will enter another iteration of a segment on this show that I like to call reading. <laughs> um, and I will try and limit this so I don't have to read the whole damn thing. But the part that was pertinent here, and we talked about the latter parts, which was kind of a, a different part. But here, quote, I think just human nature, man. I'm getting traded to New York, a New York environment, and it's just a lot of newness. I'm trying to introduce myself to everybody, figure out, you know, who do guys on the team go to to confide in off the court? Who is our coaching? Who is um, our coaching staff as people? Upper management? Who are they as people? What do they expect from me? The big question: Why they traded for me? And you know, what does it look like for the future? That's the big question. What does our future look like? What does our future look like? And of course, then he starts talking about you know the prospects of the season, and that's when he uses the word a cluster F, mm-hmm. right? And I'm censoring myself there clearly, mm-hmm. but that portion of it was a very interesting one. Um, the question of why did they trade for me? What does our future look like? That is a question that Mavs fans everywhere are asking. And it really needs to be a question that the Mavs organization not only is asking, but has some idea of an answer for. Because we were talking earlier about somebody that texted in on the truckwreck.com text line. And I appreciate all of the people that participate in this show. It really helps to become a much better show. They said that, this team is one single offseason away from starting a dynasty, right? And I think some of that is hyperbole, but the idea of you're a season away from being good is generally the idea. And I don't think that's true at all, right? And so with that being the case, what does your future look like and how can you get there? It's tough because depending on how in the immediate your season ends here, you could be having a top 10 pick in the NBA draft or you could be conveying – A pick to the New York Knicks, which will unlock finally your future in some ways by getting rid of the last remnant of the Christos Porzingis trade. If you decide not to convey the pick, then you still have to convey one at some point in either 2024 or in 2025. My point being is that the road to finding that contendership within the Western Conference starts and ends with signing Kyrie Irving in my mind this summer and then being able to at least have some idea that going into next year you can build the kind of continuity with Luka and Kyrie that you weren't really able to given the injuries that both Kyrie and Luka were dealing with during the time that Kyrie came post all-star break that's fine and dandy right Uh, again I've I've said multiple times on the show Mm -hmm. I think that that's what happens is that Kyrie returns okay and that's not a given, right? And I don't right. want I don't want to make it seem like it's a given because I think that's what's going to happen. And in fact, if you listen to this quote, right? If you if you go back to the quote that I just read off from Kyrie Irving, he doesn't seem all that certain as to where his future is and also, right? To what they are expecting of him. Now, of course, like the idea is that that is what he's been probing at and maybe he has come to some level of answer. Why they trade for him and of course like in a larger sense cuz they're desperate. We understand that. Um, but like Yo, as an organization, you have to you make this trade in order. Obviously, you need him, and you anticipated the team would get better. But also, this is a recruit from within. I likened it to um, when the Raptors in 20, 2018, 2019 traded for um, 
Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. You traded for him with the hopes, obviously, that you'd have a good season, which they did, and they won a championship, but also that you would get him in-house and be able to have him see this is the vision. This is what your life could be if you remain here. If you look at that perspective for what the Mavs have done, I am very I have a good question as to like or I have a question as to what Kyrie Kyrie looks at and says, This is my future if I remain with the Mavs. At least from his comments, he sounds fairly comfortable here. Okay. I, obviously from the basketball side of things, it hasn't worked out the way that I believe he has wanted it to. But I think for Kyrie, one thing that's important, one thing I think we've come to learn about him during his stops is that he wants to be somewhere where he is respected and not necessarily tolerated. And those are words that he has used in the past as far as how he wants to be, you know, viewed within an organization. I think the Mavericks give him that opportunity to be viewed as a respected member of this group versus someone who was just tolerated. And that starts with the relationship with Kidd and Nico Harrison and the one that he's growing, it appears, with Luka Doncic. Okay, so we've got that, right? Mm -hmm. If Kyrie retains, you need everything else. Yes, you need defensive capable players. You need larger wings. You need better shooting, funny enough. Because you have shooting and like you've built this team on being able to shoot the three, but you need shooting to be far more consistent than it is right now. And you need you know you also need shooters that do not wilt in certain moments. And I don't mean to be like harsh about this. One of the things that was tough about that game against Philadelphia, they were leaving Maxi Kleber booty butt naked open. Because Kleba yeah. Kleba has had moments uh where you could tell there was self-doubt. And it's understandable in some ways, but that's not to be expected. Yeah, you can't really have that for the place that you want the Mavs to be, right? They need so many things. And the reason why I bring that up is you do not have cap space really to, like functionally, you do not have enough cap space to make this all happen out of cap space or make really very much happen out of cap space. And you also don't have draft capital. So the tough thing about that is like, okay, well, you go into the offseason and you'll just make some moves. How? Like, you you don't have the tools. You don't have the avenues, at least not in my brain, right? I'm not no NBA executive. Maybe Nico Harrison and Mark Cuban and the brain trust there, Mike, uh, Michael Finley, have more of an idea. But the way I'm looking at it, I don't see all of the avenues that you have to take the team that has the structural issues that it does from where it is all the way to the places that you want to get there, whether it's a season or even over multiple seasons. Because, again, you're, you're going to be good enough to where your draft picks aren't going to be all that useful unless you go down in the tank or if you lose games here at the end of the season, maybe you get a top 10 pick. And then that also hampers the other draft picks that you have and the opportunities that you have to make the team better. I think that you were in a between a rock and a hard place as an organization on how you get better. And as you mentioned earlier, you have two or three years to make this happen before that clock on your superstar starts to get really uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think part of that is the reason why you saw some of the sense of urgency to try to make something happen during this season to go and acquire Kyrie Irving to at least get that started because now you look at what this team needs, and we talked about some of this with respect to what's the best way to build around Luka Doncic and presumably Kyrie Irving going into the future. It starts, as you mentioned, 3 and D wings, Individuals that can guard. Which are quite literally the most desired thing in this league. In so the it's league. not like you're going to get any of those for cheap. Yes. And the example that I'll use, and you say, Kevin, this is a you know obvious example to use, but it gives you an idea of the kind of profile player that I think the Mavericks kind of need. A guy like a Jeremy Grant, for example. A guy who can defend on one end, can go get his own basket, can shoot the three pretty decently, and still be able to fit within an offense that can play different styles whether it be the slow it down pace with a Luka Dodges or be able to get up and down the floor 
you know, with Kyrie Jeremy Irving. Grant makes $20 million a year right now. Which low-key is kind of a bargain for what he brings. I mean, he's a good player. I like Jeremy Grant a lot as a player. Um, and so that's what the, the point I'm making there. That's not an easy piece to go get. And that's mm-hmm. not, it's not like a, well, you get Jeremy Grant and it's finished. No, right? not at all. And so that's, you don't, you you need backup, backup guard play because, I mean, we've understood Jaden Hardy is not a point guard and maybe you just, we're going to ride this out. Yeah. All right. Maybe that's the way you try and address that. Not really addressing it, but whatever. You end up with a singular Jeremy Grant somehow added to what you have. Somehow. I don't know how you make that happen, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't think you have the avenue. But let's say you magically make that happen. How are you getting a bid? Hell. How are you getting off of David Davis Berton's contract? Yeah. And low-key finding a way to maybe move off of JaVale McGee because... As, all, of, all of those moves that yeah. you would like to maybe make, they also take capital mm-hmm. to make happen. Like, those are not things that happen in a, in a vacuum. Those are all things that you also need to put in some money to make the machine go. Like, you don't have enough coins to play, to use a metaphor. And that's the scary portion about all the swings that they've taken, yeah. which I can honestly rationalize. You can rationalize all, all of them, them yeah. Right? I, in the moment, these are the, yeah, you needed to make the Kristaps Porzingis swing. You needed to try and upgrade your wings to try and go get Josh Richardson. You may have missed on that, right? Like, we could start stacking all these up. Right? Made sense in the moment, made sense in the moment, made sense in the moment. The problem is, you do enough of those at a time, there's always a time to pay back. The problem is right now, which is the time where you're like, all right, well, we need to try and recoup, recoup assets and maybe pay this back and maybe not be as good or what have you. You look up and you go, damn, we got Luca on. Three years remaining on his deal. Probably two years to be able to continue to show him that we're capable. you're capable of winning here. And those things do not jive. I think for me the biggest thing is regardless of whether or not Kyrie Irving is back with this team next year. The one thing that has to be solved now, what is your identity going to be with either Luka by himself or with Luka and Kyrie going forward? And how does that inform you on what you want to build around those two? That's why I think it's so important that if they do bring Kyrie back, the first thing that they have to do is sit down with the two of them and say, what kind of team are we going to define ourselves to be? And what does that look like surrounding the two of you when you're on the floor at the same time? Because that, to me, is something that we have not found out yet in any type of confidence is what does this team identity-wise look like with both of them on the floor at the same time? And how consistently can that be with those two on the floor together at the same time? So regardless of whether or not, you know, Christian Wood is back, you know, Dwight Powell, whomever, what's the identity of this team? Because I don't know if they have a true and good idea of what that is. That's a valid question. And the point I'm making, KG, and this is a really sad one. Regardless of whatever answer you come up with on this is the identity we want to have, I don't think you have the NBA currency to go and achieve it. Right? It's like, yo, I want to remodel my house. What style would you like to? You know what? I was thinking maybe, you know, mid-century. How much money you got? I got about $13. Right? I think that's the place that you're at as the Maz. And, of course, like that is extreme. But that's the part that's really frustrating for me as I'm looking at because we all want this team to be good. It behooves it behooves us, right, for this team mm-hmm. to be good. It's more fun to talk about all those things. I just don't see the avenue forward, and that's the scariest part. It's to get right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next here on The Get Right, we welcome in Bonnie Bernstein, formerly of ESPN and CBS, with her new podcast, She Got Game. We'll discuss that with her next on 105.3 The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Back here on the Get Right. We're Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, Ruben Portillo holding it down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On station 105 through the fan. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey. And the Odyssey at the LSU Tigers moving on to their first ever national championship game as they win over Virginia Tech to advance to the women's national championship game, which will take place on Sunday afternoon at the America Airlines Center at Kevin Gray Sports at Reg Atatula. Coming up here in just a moment via the Diamond Factory Hotline, the founder and CEO of Walk Swiftly Productions is going to be joining us, Bonnie Bernstein. But I want to play you a clip from her newest venture and her latest podcast joining us, She Got Game, inspiring women inspired by sports, an audible original podcast. And take a listen to this clip with Bonnie Bernstein and Bianca Belair. I started running hurdles and I was five-stepping, like you said, is you take little choppy stutter steps because you're not opening your stride. And my coach just kept yelling at me like, you're being timid, you're being timid, you have to attack the hurdle. You just have to open your stride and have the faith and attack the hurdle. And it was raining that day. And something just clicked inside of me and I just let loose and I just started opening up and attacking the hurdle. And I was three-stepping and I was flying and I got so excited. And then I hit the hurdle and it crashed and burned in the rain and slid across the track. <laughs> and I got straight up and I said, I did it. I love it. Let's do it again. <laughs> she hosts and is executive producer of the Audible original She Got Game, inspiring women inspired by sports Found on audible.com slash she got game. Bonnie Bernstein joining us here on the get right. Good evening, Bonnie. How are you? Hey, Reg. What's going on, Kevin? Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Obviously a passion project, an inspired project. Tell us what was the, the impetus for wanting to put this together and how it all came together for you. For sure. Um, so I am an athlete. I've been an athlete my whole life. I was fortunate enough to be able to get a scholarship to do gymnastics at the University of Maryland and have always known, and you know, you guys have been in the industry long enough, it's, it's cutthroat and it can be tough, particularly for women. And I always say that without the self-confidence and the intestinal fortitude and resilience that I learned as an athlete, it would have been really tough to make it to ESPN and CBS the way I did. And as we were approaching the 50th anniversary of Title IX, I was looking for unique ways to storytell around that celebration and all of the doors that Title IX opened up for girls and young women to play sports. And I came across a really cool piece of research that was done by Ernst & Young that found that 94% of all female C-suite executives, so the top of the top, your CEOs, your CFOs, your COOs, they all played sports. 
And more than half of those women competed at the college level. And they just created this really indelible link between the leadership, the resilience, all the things that we learn as athletes and how we as women are able to parlay that in a professional success. And so that was the foundation of the podcast. And then, you know, ultimately it became profiles of 10 extraordinary high achieving women, celebrities, industry leaders, world class athletes who've all thrived in their respective careers, but whose common link is that they were all athletes growing up. Well, Bonnie, before I ask this next question, I would like to ask you of the 10, um, of the 10 interviews that you have lined up on the podcast, have you, how many of them have you already executed? Because I know we also obviously played a clip of Bianca Belair, but there's some really interesting names on here as well. Yeah, they all dropped at once. So just came out last week, I think. So all 10 episodes are available. If you're in the mood to binge, all of these episodes are between 20 and 30 minutes. So they're pretty short. Some of the women you will know as athletes. So you'll know Bianca, who WrestleMania is coming up this weekend, and she's going to be defending her odd title. We've got Layla Ali, who, of course, one of the greatest female boxers of all time. Sean Johnson, the great former Olympic gymnast. You'll know them as athletes, but what you probably don't know is that they've all gone on to become successful businesswomen. Then there are famous women like Kelsey Clinton or if you've ever seen Criminal Minds or Whose Line Is It Anyway, Aisha Tyler, the actress, you know them for what they've done in business or in their careers, but you probably didn't know that they were athletes. And then there are women who were extraordinarily successful in business. Your C-level women, just like that study that I was telling you about, like Amy Trask, who to date is the only woman to ever serve as an NFL CEO, Sheila Johnson, who's the first female black billionaire who now has ownership stakes in three different pro sports teams, who they're known for business, but they were all athletes. And so it's it's just a great mix of super high achieving women. Yeah. And within that, I mean, thank you for running through that. I'm so uh, excited to listen to it. What was your favorite insight from your conversations this far? Oh, gosh, there were so many. (laughs) (laughs) We had, I mean, there were just, they're fun little bits from every episode, but Layla, for example. So I don't even know how we got on this, but we just started joking about what it's like for Layla Ali to walk in a room and shake somebody's hand because she's got huge hands and she's really strong hands. And then we started going down the rabbit hole of, you know, how firm is a handshake? But then she starts talking about, you know, I am strong and sports has taught me how to be proud of my body the fact that i am big and i am strong i think from amy trask we learned that she learned all about teamwork through a horse she was an equestrian and that's that's something you would never think of from danny garcia who is the owner of the xfl along with the rock she was on the crew team at the university of miami and she talked about what rowing taught her is how to learn to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, which if you talk to any woman who is trying to make it in business and trying to shatter the glass ceiling, they've all experienced that. But I think, guys, what the the through line is with all of these women is that they have all been told at some point in their lives, they can't, they shouldn't, they're not good enough, their ideas and their goals are too big, they're rocking the boat, and they should just stop and stay in their lane. And none of them listened. And that's precisely why, because they were able to channel that athlete mindset 
they've been able to achieve at the level that they've been able to achieve. And it's just, it's really inspiring because we as women, we've all been there for whatever reason. And during those times, you feel alone, like you are paddling upstream by yourself. And when you hear these women who are at the very top of their respective mountaintops, and you know that they have experienced the struggles that we all do, it gives you comfort, but it also gives you confidence that you have the ability to achieve your goals just like anybody else. Bonnie Bernstein, founder and CEO of Walk Swiftly, Swiftly Productions, joining us here on the Get Right, discussing She Got Game, inspiring women inspired by sports and Audible original podcast that can be found on audible.com slash she got game. I'm interested because you have had a long and illustrious career. We have seen the surge in popularity of women's sports, the growth of women's sports, culminating especially this week with the women's final four right here in Dallas. Throughout your experience in your career, what have you noticed about the ever-growing and changing uh, landscape that is women's sports and what we are seeing now today in terms of its growth and popularity across basketball and other sports? It's so encouraging to see the growth. I mean, when I first started in the business in the early 90s, there really wasn't much in the way of visibility for women's college sports outside of the basketball tournament. And fast forward to 2023, we're seeing a couple of trends that I think tells us we've got a sustainable women's movement in sports. Number one, more and more platforms are investing, buying the rights to showcase women's sports. Number two, brands more than ever are serving as sponsors and investing in women's sports. Attendance is up. Ratings are up. Merchandise sales are up. And so all of these elements are indicators that women's sports are finally starting to get the visibility they deserve. And it's just, it's so great to see what's going on in Dallas over the weekend, because as part of the celebration of the 50th anniversary of Title IX, not only do you have the D1 women's final four, but you got D2 and D3 all together. And it's just, it's a really incredible celebration. And we've got the other semifinal coming up between South Carolina and Iowa. South Carolina is like 42, 43 straight dating back to last year. And everybody, even if you are not a diehard college basketball fan, everybody knows who Caitlin Clark is. And this game coming up is predicted to be the highest rated college basketball, women's college basketball game in the history of the sport. And that's just really exciting. Yeah, I mean, I've found this to be the most enjoyable or the more enjoyable of the two Final Fours, at least leading up, because this is the one with the brands that are recognizable and that are that have the stories that I'm more interested in compared to the men's game. Um, if I'm correct, you are in the area covering this uh, this Final Four for the women, correct? Oh, no, I'm not in town this time around. I've sort of been heads down <laughs> promoting the podcast. I was hoping to be. Um, but I will I will be watching in just a few minutes as the second semi gets underway. Well, we will be as well. Uh, what have you found most fascinating about this year's women's um, national tournament? Just the, I would say the interest level overall. You know, I, I feel like people will get on the college women's basketball train very late in the season, but because Don Staley led South Carolina to the championship last year and they've just continued this incredible win streak. And when you just, when you look at the size of this team, they're six, seven, six, mm-hmm. five, six, they are behemoths. And I paid really close attention to South Carolina 
uh, during the Elite Eight because they were playing Maryland. That's where I went to school. And we have a really good team that's like way, way, way exceeded expectations. And even though we got into foul trouble in the first half, the one thing I noticed in the second half is that because of their size and because they're so staunch on defense and so physical, you cannot get a defensive rebound. So when you watch the way South Carolina crashes glass, and I don't like to make the comparison between men's basketball and women's basketball because to a certain degree, they're just they're different games. Um, but when, when you look at the size and the strength and the physicality of Don Staley's South Carolina team, it's pretty amazing to watch. And, I mean, Don sort of came to South Carolina as a brand name herself. So taking that program and then obviously Caitlin Clark is, you know, one of the most incredible women ever to set foot on a college basketball court. So it's just um, to a certain degree, like I was, I was excited to see the the first semifinal because I just remember what Kim Mulkey did at Baylor. And I'm sure y'all do too, just being in Dallas and being a part of the big 12, but for her to find the success that she did at Baylor and then come to LSU and do it and take them to their first final four. It's all pretty amazing. Bonnie, before we let you go this evening, obviously this is the last day of Women's History Month for the month of March, celebrating all the achievements of women throughout this month. For you, who was someone of influence for you that has informed your your career and your life that you would want to celebrate uh, during this final day of Women's History Month? If I could only pick one woman in our industry, <laughs> I would probably have to say Leslie Visser, who was she has just broken so many barriers and has been the quintessential female pioneer in the sports broadcasting business and in sports journalism too. She was a print journalist before she moved into broadcast. And so I just remember watching Leslie Visser growing up and thinking, I want to be able to do what Leslie Visser does. But even better for me is that we had the opportunity so many years to work at CBS together. And so not only was she somebody who I idolized and hoped to emulate one day, but she eventually became a friend and a sister and has been very intentional with me about passing the mentorship down to me. She has served as a mentor for so many women. And several years ago we were talking, she's like, it's your turn. And that's something I take really seriously because the more I can surround myself with young women who are ambitious and hungry and passionate, the more I can share some of my journey to help make theirs easier and smoother and um, that's really all because of what leslie taught me she is the founder and ceo of walk swiftly productions the podcast is she got game an audible original inspiring women inspired by sports hosted and executively produced by bonnie bernstein bonnie thank you so much for your time sincerely appreciate the conversation and all the success on your latest venture here reggie and kevin thank you so much and thanks to all of your listeners for uh, for your support i really appreciate it Thank you. You're very welcome. That is Bonnie Bernstein. Good enough to join us here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Again, it is She Got Game, inspiring women, inspired by sports, audible.com slash She Got Game. I, I already sent that uh, Bianca Belair clip to my little brother who actually runs hurdles now. Like he's, oh, okay. He's, uh, I, I was wanting to go to his uh, track meet. He is a hurdler now in eighth grade, so he's just now starting. And he had a little issue with kind of being fearful of the hurdles. Yeah. And so he he actually ran into a hurdle his last track meet. Um, so I wanted to send him that uh, Bianca Belair's reaction because basically she got into this point where she was working on her technique, ran through the hurdle, 
and like saw it as a barrier of now that can't hurt me anymore. So, I, you know, I, I'm really fascinated by that insight and what other insights are possible within this uh, She Got Game podcast. I'm really excited to hear it. Coming up next on the Get Right, Revenge of KG on 105 through the fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently <laughs> tonight is the night where all of the blue check marks go away. Oh, yeah. And apparently folks are not paying for it on principle. So in that, in honor of that, what do you refuse to pay for on principle? Truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. We'll talk about it next on 105 Through the Fan. Back here on the Get Right, Reggie KG on 105 Through the Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Ruben Portillo holding it down for you here. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The truckbread.com text line 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Getting ready for the second semifinal of the women's final four. The marquee matchup of night. South Carolina, the number one team in the country. The Real number one only. defense in the country. A team that has 321 blocks on the season taking on what is, for a lot of people, the National Player of the Year, the only player, men's or women's, college basketball history to have a 40-point triple-double in the NCAA tournament. Caitlin Clark of Iowa. Iowa, South Carolina about to get it on at the America Airlines Center in the second national semifinal. Don Staley a two-time national championship head coach looking for her second consecutive national championship as South Carolina and the Gamecocks undefeated heading into tonight's game. But before we get into any more of that as the show goes on. Shout out to Camila Cardoza. Mm. Yeah, she's now my favorite player. Oh, okay. 6'7", can move. <laughs> she's so good. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, earlier today... Uh, well, actually, not even earlier today. We understood your man Elon. Uh, uh, mine? Your man. That's Rubens. Rubens' man Elon. That's right. Who? I don't blame <laughs> him. Uh, got out here you and let us know. take that voice, Ruben. Relax now. Let us know uh, that uh, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to this uh, this Twitter, you have to play for, pay for them, them blue checks. We understood that. Yeah. April 1st, 2023 is when legacy verified accounts yep. are going to lose that uh that check mark right and so the idea is if you want to keep that going pony up that what is it five dollars a month eight dollars a month something like that eight um and one lebron ramon james got onto the internet <laughs> and basically let us know around his parts that's not happening he tweeted well, guess my blue check will be gone soon because if you know me, I ain't paying the five. Um, to which I believe I saw a I saw a reporter say that in their time uh, covering LeBron, one of the most interesting things that happened with them was that they went into the locker room. Uh huh. And you know, Bron would be after the game, and Bron would be uh, blasting music. Yeah. And then you would hear the ad come through because Bron did not pay for Pando- Pandora <laughs> Premium. <laughs> Oh, so he really cheap yeah, about this. Yeah, he like oh, me okay. for real. Oh, okay. He like me for real. That is hilarious. Um, and also in addition to he that, he wouldn't spring for the free pan or for the uh nope, no, paid no, no, Pandora. Nope, 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 nope. That's hilarious. And I'm telling you, this was not rookie contract, Bron. <laughs> this is this is Bron <laughs> with some money in his pocket. He's like, you know what? I'm not gonna do. Pay for this here, uh, Pandora. <laughs> um, in addition to that, uh, are you familiar with a Patrick Mahomes the second? 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. He asked earlier today, 12 p.m., 12, 14 p.m. to be exact, when are they taking away our check, right? Not our game check, but our blue check. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling responded to him, pay the $8 for the guys, right? Like, that's like, hey, man, <laughs> Pay for the entire team. Just pay for us, man. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes responded, can't, bro. I got kids. So on principle, the athlete said we are not paying for this blue check. You that's, know who I am. That's classic daddy response right there. That being said, what are the things that on principle you refuse to pay? I will not pay for this. Okay, so immediately, Ruben, we'll get to you in just a second. Ru- uh, immediately that comes to my mind, on principle, I am not paying, keeping it to sports real quick, I am not paying for your bottled water at your arena. <laughs> I refuse yes. Yes. to do it because here's what you got the all damn dacity to do when I pay for your bottled water. I pay for it. You hand me the water and then you conveniently say, uh, 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 sir, uh, Mr. Gray, could you uh, hand that bottle back to us uh, for what? Uh, we need to remove the cap from your bottled water and we need to keep that, please. Wait, is that for real what they do? I don't buy bottled water, dog. What you mean? Why are you looking you at me like get, I'm supposed to know? You don't get you don't keep the cap. With your bottle of water. Why? I can't close it? I can't. Can't close it. Keep What's the, the point of having a bottle? Exactly. Not paying for your bottle of water, your $10 Dasani at... Not $10 Dasani of all I, the waters. You know, I'm just saying. Usually it's Dasani in most places. You can get Aquafina, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, but I refuse to pay for your better. bottled water, your Ozark, your Aquafina, your Dasani, your Hint, all of it. I'm not paying for none of that. At your your respective arena. And where is this at? Any arena. Name one. Mm-hmm. And name one. Bottle water. American Expense. Airlines Center. Or you know, AT&T Stadium. College Park Center. Anywhere. Dickies Arena. All of them. Okay. Not paying for your bottle water. Off principle. Can't do it. Can't do it. You have one Ruben that comes to mind just on principle. I will not. I refuse. Toll tags. <laughs> Oh, I, I was there when wow. I, would, I would rather take the long way. I was there at one wow. point. And, yeah, uh, I was too. And, yeah, and for know. the most part, I'm still on that. But, you know, every once in a while, I, I, I will acquiesce. I only take it just in case of emergency if I'm running late. You know, you got to do the, the hack-a-shack uh, trick kind of with the toll tags and such. Oh, don't t- don't say that over the airwaves. <laughs> yeah. The NTTA will come get they you, come dog. find you, bro. Um, <laughs> I refuse to pay for delivery. Yes. What? Yes. For food. Mm-hmm. So no pizza getting delivered to your house. I'm gonna go in my. I can get in my car and go to the pizza place. Okay. I'm gonna go pick that up. So you clearly not a DoorDash person. That's no. That's- <laughs> no. I don't trust no one with my food. It's not even the trust aspect of it, man. The rates are exorbitant. They are. They are. And on top of that, don't know y'all not paying these drivers well enough, so y'all don't have enough drivers. So it take me two hours to get my food. Why would I do that? Why would I pay you to do, to get me my food late? Why would I do that? It don't take me fifteen minutes to go get it. <laughs> I guess depending on where you get it from. Yeah, I guess so. You know, so uh, that's one of those. Uh, let's go to the truckwreck.com text line. We're from the 469. They say, you know, it's Bally Sports, <laughs> which is fair. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me tell you who's going to stay getting dunked on for the rest of the summer. Bally Sports going to stay getting dunked on this summer, man. <laughs> elite text. Oh, you give him the elite text? Is he, okay. There it is. All right. All right. He has used his one elite text for, the, right. for the show. All right. Um, you, you understand you understand what I just said, KG, right? This is my show. I can you, do whatever you get the hell one I want elite to do. Text. I can do whatever the hell I want. No, you don't. Uh, from the 940, <laughs> I refuse to pay this $50 to $150 parking BS at these events. 
I'm spending a thousand dollars to attend. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the tough thing about it is how you gonna get there then? <laughs> are you just point. on? Are you on the Uber? Because that also goes up. <laughs> Good point. That's true. Uh, I gotta read this one for the nine four zero. I drove my wife and two daughters to Taylor Swift tonight because I wasn't allowing my wife to pay $150 to park. That. Well done. Good husband. That's an elite tax. Good work. That's good work. Congratulations. Good work if you can get it. Uh, I saw a great one. Let me see. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Um, oh, no. By the way, the nerve of Taylor Swift to charge $150 for y'all to park after playing Let me tell all you. that money for all Let that Let me tickets. tell you, that was not Taylor Swift. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. all these other spots good like call. time to get the come up. <laughs> Where you going to go? You want to see Taylor? You already, we know you pot committed. We know them tickets was expensive. You going to pay this $50. You, you going to pay, pay that, $100. That Verizon parking lot, give me that $300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. Uh, from the 972, <laughs> not paying for YouTube premium. God bless. We going to watch these ads. <laughs> we going to watch these ads. Yeah, I got oh, the early, extra 30 seconds. Absolutely. <laughs> 972, hit me with the double ads all you want. Oh, okay. Well, that's good right. Good for you. That's, that's principle. That's right. That's patience as well. That is. Because that gets annoying very quickly. Very quickly. Oh, see, the 817, this is where I am going to try and, like, hopefully bring you to a different side. They said, I ain't paying for movers. If I'm moving, I'm going to break my stuff. It's going to be me. Um, Brother, first of all, the tough part about it is I think you're paying for the movers on the discount which doesn't always work out for you. But let me tell you, when you get when you get moved, you recognize, oh, yeah, moving is not worth it, dog. The money is not worth it. Just are the money that you save, that you believe you're saving, not worth the stress. Well, here's another word that the uh, A17, they probably know, but needs to apply it in this case. That word is called liability. Because if you oh, break your stuff. He, he getting his insurance back. I saw. Because if you break it, it's on you. But if they break it, it's on them. So do yourself a favor. Pay that little money. And if they break your TV, guess who got to pay for it? They got to pay for it. Spend that little money to have them move that stuff for you. Because that word liability is crucial in that case. Little PSA for you, 817. I feel what you're trying to do. Save a buck or two. But on the back end, that can save you a lot more money in case you break your own stuff. Let me tell you something. I broke one of my TVs when I was moving to my newest. My, oh, I know that one hurt. My latest house, bruh. Was it the big TV or was it one of them room TVs? Okay, story time with Kevin for thirty seconds. Fantastic. I had bought this TV. You'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I had bought this really nice sixty-inch TV. Oh, not the sixty-inch. As an open box special. Oh no! At Best Buy, you got a great deal. So as I'm transporting oh, my Lord. TV, I thought I did the right thing by putting the cover over it. You know, double covering it or whatever. Did you have a blanket? I had a blanket. Oh yeah, that no! Kind of Apparently, as oh, I was pulling no. my TV out of my car, your boy, his clumsy ass, hit the side of the, the car with oh. the television, cracked it. Oh no! And guess who had to pay for that? You, me. Oh. Pay them movers. Pay them. That's all I got to say. From the 972 ATM withdrawal for fee. Oh, that is a good one on principle. Yeah. Because I'll go out of my way to go find my bank before <laughs> I go for an ATM. That's like, I got to be in a real pinch to stop at a bank, at an ATM in a bank that's not mine to pay that, you know, $2, $3 of uh, ATM fee because that's not cool at all. That's that's why I don't have a credit union like I would like to because mm. this bank got all these ATMs everywhere, so I don't have to worry mm. about paying this damn ATM fee. Good for you. That's good. I don't know if it is. Uh, <laughs> from the 651, someone said, Kevin Halen, don't pay for insurance. Well, 
Shout out to Kevin Hagelin. Also, shout out to one of our listeners on the Twitch chat. I'm not going. I'm not going to put her out there like that. However, she said she doesn't pay for insurance. She just gets insurance the month before registration. That's reckless. Unless you can privately insure, that is reckless as hell. With all due respect to that Twello, that's why I can't stand some of y'all here in Texas. Oh, y'all driving. Bro, I saw again. Come on, man. Talk Pro- to him. Protect yourself and protect the others around you. Don't do that. Get the insurance. Find you some cheap insurance. If you got to find cheap insurance to have you handle your business from month to month, I get it. Times are hard. It's rough. Talk to him. But don't get out here and be that person talking about you're going to get some insurance right before registration so you can get off scot-free and ensure that you got what you need to do. Mm. Come on, man. Mm. Protect yourself. Protect the others around you. He said use a rubber. Have some, have some, you know, some decency and get some insurance. Liability prophylactics. Because let me tell you what you don't want. You get out here with your non-insurance having self, and you get into a car wreck and hit that Tesla out here, and you total that Tesla out. All them Teslas and, cost $13 million. And guess whose coverage you don't have? Yours to go pay for that Tesla. Quit that. Y'all got to be better. Let's let's be better, America. Let's be better. Let the church say amen. Amen, brother. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take over that little portion. I'm sorry. No, I, I, trust me. The things that I was going to say weren't helpful. I'm glad you had the time. <laughs> I guess keep sending them in the things that you refuse to pay for. <laughs> Premium gas has come through. Um, let's see. Uh, not paying for the supersize. No, thank you. But how does that work, though, by not paying for premium gas if your car needs that? Don't buy a car that needs premium gas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. Saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Got it. Anyways. <laughs> That's right, A70. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody needs insurance. So apparently someone don't know about the swoop and stop. If you grew up in Houston like I oh. did, you better have some insurance because the swoop and stop will get you. Anyway, get you. We don't have time we for this. We don't have time we don't for have, that. We don't have time. Oh, boy. Uh, coming up next on the Get Right or Educate on 105 through the fan, what is the state of your Dallas Cowboys? Mike McCarthy answered that question and more. Talk about next on the Get Right. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.